Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection. I'm Craig Martin here with Christina Martin. Welcome to the show, Christina. Thank you very much. Welcome to our audience. Happy to be here yet again. Yeah, it's so good. And I can feel the vibe of that new moon coming in now that actually the moon has finally gone into Scorpio. And we do have a few more hours before the actual conjunction that will be happening tomorrow. Um, But we're in the vibe of it because the moon is in Scorpio, so it's quickly approaching the sun. Yes, and Mars, it's got a couple of contacts in the in the chart right now, so it's exciting times. We've got a lot to talk about, a lot of energy going, swirling around. Yeah, and seeing as Mars was the old ruler of Scorpio, that's very powerful as well, because Scorpio and Mars fit together in the idea of, um, you know, destruction, like destruction, the way that Mars in the tar- in the tarot rules the tower. And the way that Scorpio rules death, and certainly the tower is kind of a death experience in a way because it gets destroyed. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it fits very well with Pluto because it is more also like Phoenix energy about Scorpio. There is a resurrection aspect to it, not mm-hmm. just to sort of, you know, kill and destroy like Aries. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, but, but in the old rulership, Mars and Scorpio went quite well together before the discovery of Pluto. There's, yeah. a, there's, a, there's a fitting energy there. So right now there's a possibility of transformation, internal and external. What is it that you want to let go of is going to be the big question of the night. And thinking about the moon, I want to talk about uh, emotion because the moon rules emotion. Cue the mm-hmm. Bee Gees. Um, and, um, and, and how our emotional life is not something that we're completely conscious of. We react in the world in an unconscious way. Um, when we say that we really only use a certain percentage of our brain, the percentage that we use is the conscious part. Then there's like 80% of our mind that's completely unconscious, automatic, and not above the threshold of consciousness. Mm. And so the moon is connected to that part of ourselves, which is below the threshold of consciousness. Mm. And when, right, and the moon in our chart, I think it's really, yeah. (laughs) And so moon in Scorpio is very deep, very, very deep. Mm. Everybody out there, get ready to have your mommy issues triggered. Nice. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, they're both the moon in Scorpio. Scorpio by itself is just so Scorpio is the one, well, one of the ones, but also dealing with the subconscious and the primal fears that we have hidden deep down, all that stuff where we just keep below the surface. Mm-hmm. So yeah, our drive, our fear, our fear of our fear of death and our sex drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Very Scorpio. Yes. So Very that Scorpio. residing, that residing on the emotional level, right? Mm-hmm. Not to bring up mommy again, but you know, annihilation at the hands of mommy, right? Like mommy, mm-hmm. the mommy, the mommy, the authority who has the power to, you know, 
feed me or not feed me. Right, exactly. It's very very primitive and basic. Yes, yeah. A little scary, and it's why we don't, (laughs) we're not aware of it all the time, or at least people that don't have a lot of Scorpio in their chart. (laughs) We're not, but. Right, exactly. But, you know, we smoke cigarettes, and we drink coffee, and we eat cheese, and we, Uh we eat meat fat, we drive fast, we're promiscuous, we, you know, all the different things that people do that they don't want to admit to, but they're acting out impulsively or coming from this shadow aspect of the moon where we're not entirely conscious of the way in which we're, we're behaving. And moon, I think new moons are really powerful because they do represent the next cycle. So even though we're post-Halloween, mm-hmm. happy Halloween to everybody, we're really still in the season of it. The new moon in Scorpio, no matter where it occurs, right, between October, say, 23 and November 22, right, the Scorpio season, somewhere in there you're going to get a new moon in Scorpio. And that is the official new beginning in a cycle of Scorpio energy, like it's an alignment of the sun and the moon. And each time Mm -hmm. we have a new moon, each time we have a new moon, we get a reset like the, the you know the clock goes back to zero and right in, in a moon-based calendar that's the way it works yes right right which makes sense too because i mean we need that that feels a little subconscious too like we don't normally consciously in our lives um always do a reset we just are continually moving forward moving forward moving forward so to have the moon and a spot of calm and reset and of um, a little realization or things coming to the surface a little bit, doing a little digger, you know, deeper digging during a new moon is always so beneficial, I think. Right. And especially during this one, because it's in Scorpio, Scorpio likes to dig deep. Scorpio loves to dig deep. Mm Hmm. Yeah. Um, Bring it out. Find the treasures in there. Yeah, I was thinking about just then lunar-based calendars and um, and how sort of interesting they are um, because they're not cycled with the sun. You know, they're, right. they're not, right, they're not cycled with the sun. And it's so interesting. I had no idea it was going to be so early. It is. It's it's always it's always the, the Chinese New Year is always during Aquarius, but it's always on the new moon, the Aquarian mm-hmm. new moon, right? Mm. So it's it's very interesting because the 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 Jewish people also have a lunar based calendar that happens mm. for them in September when it's uh, Rosh Hashanah, right? So Rosh Hashanah is a Hebrew New Year. And I think that those groups culturally, and funny enough, they have the longest living calendar on earth, calendars on earth, right? The Chinese mm-hmm. and the and the Hebrew calendar, both are 5,000, almost 6,000 years old. Mm. And 
Right. It's interesting, right? Like that, that the lunar used to be, right? When you go down to Mexico and you go into their temples and you look and they've got diagrams of them studying the sky, you know that the Mayans also had a lunar calendar and mm. it, it was certainly very matriarchal, right? Mm. Matriarchal because women cycle with the moon. Right. 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 And so if you have a new moon and you have your cycle on the new moon and then that cycle is the beginning, right, of a new Mm -hmm. cycle for women, it must be the beginning of a new cycle for all of us somehow. Right. Right. And at one time, large groups of women cycled together with the moon. Mm-hmm. Women would women would all align and cycle together. They in Native American culture they would go and they would have like moon huts. That's what they called them, where women mm-hmm. who were having their period would go, hang out and talk and get deep and you know because it was a time of shedding and the beginning of a new cycle. Mm-hmm. Seems fitting to discuss this right now because of letting go. Yes. Right. The shed. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The shedding aspect of it. Yeah. It's a cycle that ends. Remember what we were talking about, or, you know, I uh, was talking about in class, how really officially this is a time when the year is dying. The year 2021 is ending, yeah. you know, right. The, the leaves are falling off the trees. You can't grow anything anymore. Mm-hmm. The harvest mm-hmm. is about to come, right? Then you will reap the full bounty. And mm-hmm. in astrology, in astrology, that cusp between Scorpio and Sagittarius actually represents our own personal death. Like each one of us, the cusp yeah, of our right. ninth house, right? Because the, right. the ending of the full life cycle is the cusp of the eighth and then the cusp of the ninth house is conception. It's when you're conceived into a new life. Mm. So the new moon in Scorpio is very deep because it coincides with all of us recognizing that this year is coming to an end. And that's why the last piece of the year goes so fast because it's basically already over. <laughs> right. Right. We don't, we're not like doing the summer thing where we're out and about into the world. We're time to go like, in. Yeah. I mean, this weekend, I think we have right. The, the, at least for California time change. All so, of us. Yeah. The con- continental United States. Yes. Hmm. This weekend we all fall back. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So our days yeah. are going to get darker. We're going inside. Going inside. How Scorpio of you. (laughs) You know, there's a meditation about, you know, letting go like that, right? When you do root meditation, you see yourself as the tree and you breathe in and you bring in energy from the earth and you breathe that energy into your body and then you breathe out and you send energy back down into the ground and then you breathe it back in. But there's a there's a meditation where you can do where if you were that tree and you were going to go into a period of introspective dormancy, you would have to drop your leaves. And how does that right. feel to it? How does that feel to a tree? Right. It still stays connected with the ground, mm-hmm. but it becomes something more silver 
and less mm. green. Mm-hmm. It's probably yeah. a little bit scary because you're having to let go of things that seem like a protection or let go of things that have felt like your life. It's, mm-hmm. you know, the, a part of you. It's always scary to have to, like, let go of a part of you. Yeah. Yeah. Then to have that level of trust, which is difficult mm. for Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This time of the year, though, is the time for, like, planting seeds, right? The apples get ripe and the apples that don't get picked or the apples that, you know, that fall on the ground, they make trees next spring. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a time mm-hmm. when all the seeds are underneath the snow and they sprout up next year. Mm-hmm. All those little maple, all those little maple trees in the woods of New England, mm-hmm. they all are, the seeds are dropped. Right. Yeah. And they lie there and wait until next year. Yeah. That's why everything is prolific, everything, right? All the squashes and corn and everything that we're collecting right now. Mm-hmm. It all now represents a certain kind of potential energy. Mm. To, to right. Right. Be a little I just in physics. Too, like a, that's just so Scorpio as well. I mean, Scorpio is associated with power, you know, more so than Aries or there's like a really strong, deep, deep power. And it comes from that process of transformation. Right. Great. I think I think I'm going to do the physics thing. Ready? So there's two kinds of energy. There's kinetic energy, which is very much more like spring and summer. And Mm -hmm. then there's potential energy, which is very much more like fall and winter. And Mm. kinetic energy comes from something that's already moving. Right. Mm -hmm. That's already like it's moving. And so it's got energy because it's in motion. And potential energy is the energy that exists in something that can produce that energy if you put it in motion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, right, like, like um, you know, how much energy could you get out of, a, you know, a candle if it's lit versus if you lit it? Right. Mm-hmm. If if you light it, that's kinetic energy. If you don't light it, it has the potential energy to produce what right. And it's like really, really basic physics, but right now it feels very much like we're connecting with potential energy in this new moon. Mm-hmm. What is what is our potential energy because we let go of, of everything that we've done, everything that it, this is an enormously good time for closure. Mm-hmm. It's an enormously good time for closure, closing out, yeah. you know, like you Let and I have go. been working on writing project yeah. and, you know, like different things that you and I have been working on, letting go, but creating closure is not just letting go, it's completion, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a, which is a kind of letting go, right? When you finish high school and you complete high school, you must let it go at the same time, but mm-hmm. it's not like, 
you know, it's not like letting go like, oh, you know, grandma's china fell off the kitchen counter and shattered on the floor. That's a kind of letting go, but it's a lot mm-hmm. more abrupt. This is a this is a letting go that comes from a, a conscious awareness of what we need to create closure on. So you want to do some really powerful magic tonight and tomorrow figure out what you've been working on that you need to create closure on, right? That relationship, that personal habit, that diet, that exercise program, that thing that you've been writing, those people that you wanted to call to help you with your business, um, you know, taking a break from something, Mm -hmm. actively Mm -hmm. engaging in something, right? Mm -hmm. Create closure on, on your inertia, Right. If you've been wanting mm. to go to the gym and you haven't, 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 or wanted to start a diet, you haven't, then what you need to create closure on is your resistance. There you go. Right. Right. Complete that resistance time. Yeah. That time is done. Yeah. End it. How much longer do you want to stay there? Right. 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 Tying up loose ends is really good to do for the new year. And if you don't start tying them up now, there's no way you'll have them done by December 31st. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the start of the completion. The like, I, I like this a lot too. The, the like um, emotional completion. This is done now. I'm not going to go back. We are finished starting something new. Mm-hmm. Or creating space for something new, in the very least. Holding on to stuff holds you back. Here, here. Yes. We need a little bell. <sighs> a little ding, we ding, do. ding. We need a little bell. Like we, we use bells, you know, spiritually to, like, call in the spiritual world, you know, and you, like... When you want to get their attention, you ring a little bell and then they're like, oh, what? You know, it's like a kind of like a calling card. Oh, mm-hmm. what? what is it that you want me to listen to? And you're like, listen to this. <laughs> Holding on holds you back. Yeah. It's like an, it's the albatross. The albatross? From the, from the rhyme of the ancient mariner. Mm-hmm. Um William Wadsworth Longfellow. Oh, boy. Who who woke up in the middle of the night one night and had been dictated this very famous poem. Very, like, very, very famous, very famous poem that is thousands and thousands and thousands of words long. Hmm. It's like, uh, it's like an, it's a very intense, uh, Poem, hmm. uh, rhyme of ancient mariner. Yep, there it is, and it it's quite deep. And uh, no, it wasn't written by Longfellow. It was written by Samuel Taylor Coleridge, and um, so I was wrong about that. But it's quite hmm. long. It was, uh, and anyway, he, he woke up, the story is, is, I know this is the correct story. He woke up in the middle of the night with like a fever because somebody had dictated this to him, like in his mind. Oh my gosh. 
And he had the whole thing, and it's quite intense. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the famous lines from it is, water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink. Oh, very famous. Heard of that. And, and in it, there's an albatross, and he talks about how the albatross is a bird that, you know, can never really go to land. And since they're stuck out in the middle of nowhere and they, they, they're basically like dying of thirst. And that's the story of these sailors that are stuck on this ship. Um, they see the albatross and it becomes the thing that represents their, like their fate, right? Cause if you see an albatross, you know that you're not near land because so they don't mm-hmm. live near land. They live mm. out in the middle of the open ocean. They breed in the open ocean. They eat fish. They, they, wow. It, yeah, exactly. So it's bad if you're stuck on a boat and you see an <laughs> albatross. And the part of it was that it was hanging around his neck. One of the metaphors in the poem is that the albatross is hanging around his neck like the burden of something that he can't let go of, the reminder of his situation, right? He's not able to free himself from the the situation that he's in. Mm. So, the so albatross. Yeah, that feels so Scorpio to me too, that whole thing. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes. I mean, yeah. Poetry, poetry from, you know, 1817. So lovely. Originally published in 1798. Oh my God. It's one worth worth thinking about. There must certainly be something in there about um, about Scorpio. Right. About Scorpio. It's just so, it's so deep and intense that, that feeling of, I mean, Scorpio sometimes lives there. That's what Scorpio is, is the like inescapable uh, feeling or, you know, being out in the water or on the boat and having nowhere to feel safe, having to just face the fear. Yes. Surrender and let go. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the guy makes it back to land and that he obviously tells the tale. <laughs> wrote the poem, right. <laughs> right. He wrote the poem from the from the perspective. Also, his birthday is October 21, so he could be a Scorpio. Oh. It's possible. Yes. I don't know. That feels very true. I like the charts of like famous people from antiquity. They they're interesting to look at. Yeah, it always seems to fit what they're known for. Correct. Right. Which is great. Talking with uh, Dan the other day about that about potential, right? Like and how um, you know, like Abraham Lincoln is an Aquarius and wrote like, you know, the Gettysburg Address, the Emancipation Proclamation, and all these things mm-hmm. about freedom and very mm-hmm. Aquarian things. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, love that. I think, right. Exactly. I think that, I think that a lot of famous people show us the potential of the sign, you uh-huh. know, whatever sign, whatever sign they are, they, they yes. show us the potential of the sign. Yeah. 
for sure. That's why in the book that I'm just completing, I have some quotes from some famous people at the beginning of each chapter. And of course, those people have made it to, you know, some celebrity status. Most of them are not just common, you know, everyday modern entertainer type celebrities. They're historical figures that are famous. And um, you can see in each sign by looking at the quote, how that person exemplified that in their life. Mm, beautiful. So nice. Yeah. So nice. Do you remember who you have for Scorpio? Mm. I mean, mm. I'm sure there are a lot of famous Scorpios out here. Mm. Um, Although they are Joni private. Mitchell. No, no. Uh, Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. Yeah. A singer, and Teddy Roosevelt. Mm. Speak softly and carry a big stick. How Scorpio is that? <laughs> <laughs> Speak softly and carry a big stick. Thank you, Teddy Roosevelt, for that one. That means you don't ever really have to shout at anyone. You just need to be ready to like club them to death if they start <laughs> if they if they hurt you. Very yes. Very Scorpio. The, yeah, the use of power. Well, that's the thing too. I think is is the, one of the reasons Scorpios associated with power is because it it does take a lot of power to be able to close out something, to complete something. It takes courage, and then to start something new again. That that transition or transformation is so powerful. It takes a lot of energy to do that. To end and then re-begin. Yes. Right. Yes. Because it turns from kinetic energy into potential energy. Mm-hmm. What happens is, is that you, and, and what, and what it always, they always say in physics is in order to get the thing that has potential energy to deliver its energy, which is kinetic mm-hmm. energy, you have mm-hmm. to put a lot into it, Right. An mm-hmm. object that an object in motion stays in motion. An object at rest stays at rest. Uh, right. 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 So if we're in the pattern of our lives, <clears throat> right, then we're already in motion. The train is already moving. Correct. <clears throat> right. Correct. But to, but to say I'm going to end this relationship, career, habit, just yes. Just going from not going to the gym to going to the gym takes a lot of energy. Yes. Just just going from eating badly to not eating badly takes a lot of energy. Right. Right. It takes a lot of consciousness, which is a lot of energy. Not just with your body, not just with talking to other people, the social aspect of it. It takes very much inner deep work and conviction. Exactly. And all of our listeners know that they can do that deep work with either you or me by contacting us and getting a reading. Oh yeah. They can learn about astrology at the Los Angeles astrology school, but they can find out more about us at sageofstars.com or on Instagram 
or on Facebook or just by going to the website at sageofstars.com. And if you tell us that you're finding us by the radio show, we might even give you a discount if we're feeling good that day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're willing to be um, read, that's the thing. We we <laughs> We will tell you what's going on. We're, um, Correct. Yep. That's what it's all about. So you want consciousness. You want more wokeness. You want to bring some of that shadow into the light. You want to find out how you can take that moon-based unconscious energy and actualize your emotional potential. Get a reading. Mm, so good. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. It'll blow your mind. And other than that, I'm actually really looking for this passage. I'm looking for this passageway, this new moon and Scorpio passage into um, the, you know, the light of Sagittarius, which comes in about another month and what it is that we're needing to do right now, which is let go of the old, transform into the new, rebirth something for 2022. Let's do it. Right. Let's start now. We've got some time. Let's get on it. It's going to be great. I'm Craig Martin here with Christina Martin. You've been listening to the Inside Connection. We love having you here to all of our listeners and all of our Scorpio birthday people. Happy birthday to you. We will be here in two weeks, not next week, because I'm going to be taking the day off. I hope you guys have a really great one, and we'll talk to you on the 17th. Have a nice night. Good night, everyone.